0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name
1: is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a junior product? It's
0: going to be Jeff. The green rise to the top oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. They sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the
1: Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 232 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest-running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. Sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, is it hot out there?
0: Yes. Yes. I believe it's 163 degrees outside right now. I might be plus or minus a couple of degrees on there, but yes, it is roasting outside.
1: Are you in Arizona temperatures?
0: Yes. Thankfully air conditioning in the house. God bless climate control. I love it. It's the best. So I'm avoiding the outside inside much better outside. 163 inside. We got it at a cool 75.
1: And what bang do you have running through you?
0: cherry blade lemonade kind of went off script a little bit today i usually go blue Raz or purple haze uh cherry blade lemonade today feeling good feeling strong ready to
1: talk some figures nice man i have a pre-workout going through me because i've been sleeping in and not working out in the morning so i do it after work which means i just walk to my front room and work out out there so it seems to work out no pun intended
0: right forearms getting pretty large
1: huh (laughs) you know it man (laughs)
0: nice
1: Celeste is gone all day. You know what that means. <laughs> Insert Pornhub music here. <laughs> if anybody would like to get any of our t-shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or Whatamaneuver.net. And I just learned this is for shirt snobs out there. For me, I like a tight neck around the shirt, around the shirt collar, I should say. I learned that Pro Wrestling Tees has Gildan t-shirts, which usually to me have a tight neck. You, that collar runs up pretty well on the neck. So if you guys are into Gildan t-shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees, don't click soft style and you can get yourself a Gildan t-shirt. I just got a couple shirts. I got the Owen Hart shirt and I got Brand Breakers shirt. Oh, you did some shirt spotting. Yep, I sure did, man. So I got a couple Gildan shirts because I forgot to click soft style. So that actually was a happy accident. So anyways, if you guys are shirt snobs and you like Gildan shirts, don't go with soft style and get a shirt from over at Pro Wrestling Tees. Or if you do like that soft style, then I tell you, I would recommend head on over to whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces. I said Book of Faces again, Scott.
0: You did. You know, we got called out last week because you just can't call it Facebook. But like you said, you've got the script embedded in your brain it's going to take a few shows to work that out Facebook Jeff Facebook
1: we're going to get another four star review because of it
0: gosh <laughs> you're killing the business you're killing it
1: <laughs> so follow us at fully posable Instagram fully posable W F P you can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on fully posable podcast.com download that Podbean app if you are on the go if you're out for a walk walking the dog whatever it may be Head on over there, download that app, and you can listen to us on the go. Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And Google Play. And Podbay. And I think there's something else in there that I can't remember. Anyways, one of those.
0: And scene.
1: <laughs> Please rate and review on iTunes. Like Scott, it comes in for this week from SNT Fan 16. It says a great listen and a unfortunately cuts off. Gave a sweet five stars. Jeff and Scott definitely entertain you while you listen. As I listen, I smile as I can relate to the stories as a collector of many things. It's good they discuss different collections. My favorite episode is the one with Mr. Ego Tony Vargas. (laughs) I think this was uh, Tony Vargas, who uh, was a guest on a couple weeks ago, which I actually recommend everybody going back to. He tells a lot of stories, wrestling ECW wrestlers that don't go so well. Uh, the night he won the U.S. Championship at Big Time Wrestling. Go over there, listen to that episode. It's a lot of fun. And then he also talks about collecting figures and back in the day when he got his very first LJN figure. So highly recommend going to check that out. I think this was uh, Tony. So I'm going to say, Tony, thank you very much, man.
0: Thank you for the sweet five stars, Tony. Your episode was pretty popular, by the way. Congratulations
1: for that. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all to fullyposablewfp at gmail. com Scott Foco.
0: Jeff. Yes. Do you want to prove you're the undisputed world heavyweight champion of WWE fandom? Of course you do. Foco.com is here to help. With Foco's WWE Bobbleheads, you can visit Suplex City with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, let in the fiend Bray Wyatt, and break some glass with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Foco's line of WWE Bobbleheads includes all your favorite superstars and legends from then now and forever, including Becky Lynch, The Rock, Ric Flair, John Cena, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey, Andre the Giant, and more. These bobbleheads from FOCO are handcrafted and hand-painted to depict the biggest names in sports entertainment, making them must-haves for fans and collectors alike. Don't miss out on these awesome collectibles. Head to FOCO.com now. That's FOCO.com. One more time, Jeff, just for you. F-O-C-O dot com Where? At checkout Use code WFP10 Save yourself a sweet 10% that is F-O-C-O dot com Fill up your cart Go to checkout use code WFP10 And save yourself a sweet 10% off
1: Go check those out. They don't only have wrestling. They actually have a bunch of different sports and a bunch of different items over there. Not only bobbleheads, they've got stadiums you could build, which I actually just purchased the San Francisco Giants Stadium, and I'm going to be putting that together. Nice. Go over there, foco.com, WFP10. Scott, before we jump into the show, I was thinking about it. This is the only thing that Scott and I are going to talk about regarding everything that's going on in the state of wrestling right now is – We're not going to talk about it because right now, wrestling is going through a dark period. We want to keep it positive over here. And one of the things that is keeping wrestling positive in our eyes is the figures. Scott says it every week. It's a great time to be a figure collector. And if you guys want to hear opinions regarding it, there's a gazillion podcasts out there regarding the situation that's going on right now. In fact, Eric over at doing the favor, had a great take on what's going on right now this past week go download that show i thought his take on it was fantastic go download their shows i mentioned this person before but there's a podcaster called the sala monster and i feel that the Solo monster had a great take on it so there are a bunch of shows that you can listen to that will discuss stuff that's going on right now in the state of wrestling but scott and i are here to talk figures and we want to keep it positive because these figures Are the bright spot in wrestling at least in our eyes right now that new japan pro wrestling because new japan is back and it's making me very very happy scott but that's basically all we're gonna say about it right now is just the state of wrestling sucks right now and it's down but let's look to the figures that are making us happy that keep us happy
0: i totally agree with you dude and what i will say is my heart goes out to the victims involved and those that are guilty of the accusations i hope that the victims get justice And you quote unquote drain the swamp that is professional wrestling right now. And like Jeff said, really bringing things down, making it a sad state. We've had a lot of stains in wrestling over the years. Not going to mention any specifically, but this is just another one of them. I'm hoping we can all start to move forward. And like Jeff said, we can get back to celebrating our figures and loving wrestling again.
1: Scott, you have an omission. Yes, I do.
0: (laughs) Big Dave called me out. Because a few weeks back, I was talking about going through watching the Star Wars movie. I mistakenly called The Force Awakens, The Power of the Force. Which, The Power of the Force was the line of Star Wars action figures that came back in like 96, I think it was 96, 95 or 96, somewhere in there. That was the line of figures that came back. They were called The Power of the Force. The movie, back in, what was it, 2015, that brought the Star Wars trilogy back was The Force Awakens, not The Power of the Force. So my apologies to the Star Wars nerds out there. Just kidding. I'm one myself. To the Star Wars <laughs> fans out there that I called The Force Awakens The Power of the Force. Strike me down with a lightsaber like I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Boom. There.
1: Omission. Done. Are you happy, Big Dave? Jeez, I know, man. I Even I knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Nerd! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't know jack or shit about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, if it was a Deadpool issue, you'd be all over it. Dude, I'm so tempted to get that pre-order on the Deadpool talking head.
0: Oh, it doesn't surprise me at all. 100 bucks for Deadpool's head, and you can put it in between you and Celeste at night and talk to it? Oh, yeah, you're going to buy that.
1: You might buy two. It might take over the Baby Yoda that's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: like, wait, can I take the hood off and the mouth moves? What are we talking here for a (laughs) hundred?
1: So that's your admission. I, I don't know what that means, but good catch by big Dave.
0: Oh, of course. Dave is one of the biggest star Wars fans that I know, at least in the top three. So when he called me out, I was like, damn it. You're right. I totally did call it power of the force, but Hey, guess I'm not as big of a nerd as Dave is.
1: (laughs) I dropped a power of the force earlier. Holy crap, man. (laughs) Up that fiber.
0: Yeah, now you have the dark side of your underwear.
1: <laughs> WFP two zero over at Manscape. Scott, did you do any toy spotting?
0: I pity the fool that didn't do any toy spotting. Yes, I was on Entertainment Earth at 9 a.m. Pacific this week, just like everybody else, was eagerly anticipating that sweet-looking Mr. T, boots and pants aside, as some people are griping about was so happy to get one in my cart, got him pre-ordered right away, was shocked that they limited it to one because I believe that Macho Man, you know, the best figure of all time, Jeff, last year was limited to six. And this year, they wanted to make sure more people got a Mr. T in their cart, knocked it all the way down to one. So I don't know if I'm a huge fan of one, but if it meant more people got it, then more power to Entertainment Earth. And I'm glad that they made that decision. I'm happy with mine. Moving on. I hope that the next guy got his, too.
1: We'll get into that in the news. I did do Toy Spotting as well. I did order a few figures from Elite 76 off eBay. Found some good deals on there. So I snagged those. Uh, Since they're hitting pegs right now, it seems like prices are dropping on those guys. Except Otis. I've noticed Otis is remaining high up there because he seems to be the most popular one. I did get in my Lex Luger Deluxe Classic that I talked about last week, dude. Oh, yeah. So in person, you're loving it? I get, I'm going down that deluxe classic rabbit hole. Oh, you are? Yeah. I'm I'm being patient, though. I'm being patient. Like, there's a Scott Hall that I saw for 40 bucks. I know I can find it for cheaper, so I'm being patient. There are a few that are reaching the $90 mark. Hogan is one.
0: Series one, the the red and yellow. Yep. I, I might have a, a an in for you on that one if you're looking for it.
1: Okay. Well, keep me updated.
0: Yeah, we'll talk off air.
1: All right, gotcha. Undertaker, Ministry Undertaker is going for some buku bucks. But there are some that I can just pick off right away that's like very cheap, like El Matador. Uh, There's a couple Shawn Michaels where he was in the silver and the white. And then he's also got the red tights on. So those are pretty cheap that I found. So I'm going to try to get those, but I'm going to wait for next paycheck on that
0: dude that's quite a slippery slope you're jumping into there because there were a couple of exclusive like the austin and the hbk with all the title belts
1: okay hold on (laughs) let's pump the brakes on those i'm not jumping into that pool dude
0: are you sure i've
1: seen the austin for like 500 that's not bad i'm (laughs) just (laughs) don't get me started on that one Because I I had a shot for that one at 125, but it was right before WrestleMania in New Orleans at 34.
0: Oh, you can't do that, dude. Oh, yeah. You can't be dropping 125 on a figure unless you're going to be getting it signed. But you can't spend that kind of scratch before NOLA. No way, dude. That's a few drinks on Bourbon Street. Priorities.
1: (laughs) Well, for you.
0: (laughs) Okay, for me. And Xavier Woods, too. (laughs) And Kota Ibushi.
1: Let's not get back into that story, but it's <laughs> so embarrassing. We, we must say, Xavier rejected your alcoholic beverage the way that you offered to him.
0: I'll never understand. A three quarter drank fifth of vodka that I grabbed from a stranger, and he didn't want any. <laughs> there was no such thing as COVID back then. What was he worried about? Gosh.
1: But I'm actually keeping my collection to the main run line. So, like El Matador the two Shawn Michaels that came out in the red and then this old school look in Shawn Michaels in the silver and the white. I've got Anvil, I've got Brett, I've got Kevin Nash. I need to get Scott Hall. I've already got Austin. So anyways, I'm going to start going down the line and start picking off some deluxe classics.
0: Nice. Good luck, dude. And uh, you know, if I come across a Stone Cold, that one that you could have gotten for $125, i will let you know. What kind of price range are you looking at? So say, hypothetically, you come across three of them. And they're at different price points. What is your comfortable range to pay for that stone cold? Because I've seen it go for 500.
1: The cheapest one? Yes. No, I'm going for the cheapest one. Whatever. If you say there's three.
0: Oh, so you're not going to give me a number. You're just going to say the cheapest one. Like, what are you comfortable paying for it?
1: Uh, I don't know, dude. Let me think on that. Because that's not even on my radar right now because it's so astronomical.
0: Uh, Got it. Knock out the smaller ones and then go for the big whale later. I got you. I see what you're saying.
1: Scott, we've only got a couple questions this week from the listeners, so actually I'm going to jump into this one. This one comes in from at one of a kind 88. He said at Fully Posable, starting to realize why figures are selling at such a high price. Recent retros I was bidding on and lost all got relisted today. Safe to say people are trying to drive the price up and not actually pay sucks for collectors who have to suffer because of this and actually you know what steve from the ppw podcast mentioned this as well he sent me a text message and he goes hey i'm starting to realize that people aren't paying on these ebay listings and are getting relisted which drives the price up
0: that's shady business dude so what do you think the play is here wait four months five months and see if it plateaus and starts to
1: drop i think that's a smart move
0: yeah i think so man what a bunch of jerks get out of our hobby seriously just driving up prices for what? Get out of here.
1: Yeah. Go back to G.I. Joe's. Hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, what? No, no. What no, no. What did I say? What did I say?
0: No. Go to, um... Oh, gosh. Go bid on Crystar figures. Go bid on Silverhawks. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> Silverhawks.
0: <laughs> Beat it. Kick rocks.
1: You know, when we started this show tonight, I did not think you were going to say Silverhawks.
0: Hey, you know, I'm full of surprises. It's what I do. <laughs> Blame the Cherry Blade Lemonade.
1: <laughs> Go bid on Fall Guy.
0: Fall guy, gosh, <laughs> you know what? Fall guy should have had a toy line. At least one of those vehicles, that Ertl, was it Ertl? I think used to make them back in the day. Remember that Duke's uh, Hazard car, that plastic one that you had where you could put the three and three quarter inch bow and Luke inside? Yeah. You lifted up the, the roof of the car and you could fit the two figures in. Fall guy needed a vehicle like that and it never got one because that Fall guy truck is pretty iconic. Not as big as like the 18 van or anything, but it was pretty iconic. That one should have had a figure and a vehicle. Never did.
1: Uh, Scott, Fall Guy did have the truck. I had it. Wait, with the figure? Yeah. You're kidding. Oh, it did, okay, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it didn't have the figure, but I got the truck. Okay, so yeah, there
0: were there were the toy trucks, but they had a line of vehicles. Like I mentioned, the Dukes of Hazard car. They did the Magnum PI Ferrari. Uh, they did Greatest American Hero with the hero and the, the cop guy in a vehicle. They had a whole bunch of them, and I don't recall them doing a Fall Guy one. I could be totally wrong. But that's fine. Get out of our wrestling figure hobby and go drive up the prices of Fall Guy toys. Get out of here.
1: (laughs) Beat it. You know, when we started the show tonight, I did not think we'd be talking about Fall Guy. (laughs) Hey, look, to my credit, you brought it up. Not me. (laughs) No, I do remember having the Fall Guy truck because I love the brown and lighter brown color of the Fall Guy truck. So I remember I was always playing that along with my Knight Rider toy.
0: Well, then maybe they did, and I'm totally off here. I, d- I don't remember that at all. Now I wish you'd go find it.
1: I have no idea where that would even be, dude. Yeah, like we say with all of our old toys, uh, Grandma's Garage? <laughs> right. Uh, Thank you, Steve, and One of a Kind for sending that in. Scott, last question of the week goes to Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that weekly submission. This week, I want to give you guys my predictions for what we are going to see at Mattel's SDCC panel. Ooh, I'm rubbing my hands together in anticipation. Elite 78, 79, 80, 81, and 82 will be shown off loose. That is prediction number one. Results from the WWE fan takeover will be revealed. Early prototypes shown. So WWE.com is doing these fan votes. Uh, Series one was Seth, Adam Cole, Shayna Baszler, and Ricky Steamboat. And then so far for Series 2, I believe it's Randy Orton and Johnny Gargano. You got to vote on which attire. They put up three pictures. You got to vote on which attire was going to be made for the figure.
0: I actually like that a lot, dude. Fan participation is the best. So good on Mattel for putting it out there.
1: Absolutely. The Goldberg and Bret Hart 2-pack will be the RSC exclusive this year. The Fiend Ultimate Edition will have a sneak peek slash preview this year. And more info on the Mattel creation side.
0: I like it. Solid predictions right there. Nothing for AEW, huh?
1: Nah, he just went strictly Mattel.
0: Strictly Mattel. Gotcha. I know we had talked a couple weeks back, or maybe it was last week, about our predictions for what Mattel was going to show and then what we were going to see from, um, from Jazzwares as well. So solid predictions there, JT. I hope you're right, man.
1: So, Scott, actually, you mentioned Jazzwares, and you did talk about showings that they're going to have at San Diego Comic-Con. Jeremy has basically hinted and kind of without saying yes, but there is going to be a Legends line. Do you think we're going to get a Rock and Roll Express two-pack from Jazzwares?
0: I do. I do. They are long overdue for another set of figures. Their last two-pack came out in 2008, Jeff, I believe. Yep long overdue since 2008 they've made the hall of fame they continue to wrestle on the indie circuit they get a great turnout from fans they're still wildly popular today long overdue for a new set of figures they should have had figures made when they got into the hall of fame they didn't that's mattel slash wwe's loss and it's Jazzwares slash aew's gain in fact rock and roll express made an appearance on aew they were in nwa for a quick minute They are long overdue for figures, and yes, I think that would be at the very top of the list for Jazzwares to make Legends figures of.
1: I wholeheartedly agree. Scott, that rounds out our listener segment. What do you say we get in the news? Because it is hefty. Let's talk about it.
0: Oh, you gonna learn today.
1: Scott, this news is sponsored by... This news is
0: sponsored by Manscaped, Jeff. As we all know, flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers. Manscaped is here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming they have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0 precision engineered tools for your family jewels the Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, as we talked about earlier, it's like 163. And this is crucial, so your balls stop sticking to your leg. And as our treat, you'll find the Crop Reviver, which will keep your balls smelling fresh, just like spring flowers. Subscribe to the Perfect Package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer, delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays hygienic and clean. For a limited time, subscribers get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WFP20 at Manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Again, Jeff, get 20% off and free shipping with the code WFP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code WFP20 because it's spring cleaning, baby. And
1: your three balls will thank you, Jeff. All three of them will thank you, and we thank you for using that code WFP20 to freshen up down there for your special lady. Tinder dates are firing back up, so you guys know what to do.
0: Yeah, apparently there's a list of safe positions to use that practice social distancing, so check those out. Head over to Manscaped. Use code WFP20. That's 20% off, plus free shipping. Don't forget the nose hair trimmer, that weed whacker.
1: You're going to love it. Jeff and I love it. Get yours, too. Scott, in the news this past week, we talked about it last week, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive was announced, and it was Mr. T. So on the outside of the box, it was a red box, and it had Mr. T's gold chains, kind of like a design of it. Inside the box was a VHS cover that had Mr. T on it. So the logo that we saw last week, the WWE logo that was very similar to Coliseum Home Video's WWF logo back in the day was on the box and Mr. T is right there. Mr. T comes with gold chains, a camo jacket, blue pants with blue knee pads and gold boots. So a lot of people got upset because Mr. T had blue pants on and not the Wrestlemania one red. There are going to be plenty of Mr. T figures coming up, so be patient. So that means we're getting WrestleMania 1, we're getting WrestleMania 2. At least this is my prediction. We might even get referee Mr. T from WCW. It could happen. As long as Mr. T is under contract, we could probably get a Hogan and Mr. T 2-pack from WrestleMania 1. I could see that happening. But a lot of people were upset about the blue pants, and there was one picture i was able to find scott that was from a saturday night's main event where mr t wore blue but he didn't have on the blue knee pads or those gold boots but he did have on the blue what look like adidas pants so a lot that really hung up a lot of people was the blue pants and that they liked the figure but that really threw them off
0: you know what dude it bothered me for all of about 0.25 seconds And then I was like, oh my gosh, we're getting a beautifully packaged Mr. T wrestling figure. How great is this? What a time to be alive. I'm over the whole outfit thing. I don't care. The packaging, the figure look fantastic. And you said it best, Jeff. Be patient. They have Mr. T under a deal. We're going to get the WrestleMania one. We're going to get the WrestleMania two. We might even get a Hogan Mr. T two pack or the one that I'm actually more looking forward to a Mr. T and Rowdy Roddy Piper WrestleMania two box set, which I think would be incredible has potential to be one of the best wrestling figure two packs ever in the history of wrestling figures. I can't wait for something like that, but we're going to get a lot of Mr. T figures. Be patient. This is the first one out of the shoot. Aside from the gear that they put him in, I think it looks incredible. I'm super happy with it. Well worth the $40 shipping included price that I paid to Entertainment Earth
1: couldn't be happier. I love this figure. Bill must have had a test shot or something like that to go off of and put the blue knee pads or whatever, but I love the figure. I think it looks exactly like Mr. T. I love it. Uh pre-orders went up on Entertainment Earth this past week and I put in three orders and two of them got canceled so I'm only getting one. Scott
0: Well, you know, it happens. It definitely happens. Megalopolis had him for all of about three minutes, and they sold out. So this thing is going to be in high demand, and you're going to be getting to something here in just a few where you will have another opportunity to purchase the Mr. T figure if you did miss out on him. But look, all the gear aside, I think we can all agree this figure is incredible. It looks amazing. I love the packaging job. I love the throwback to the Coliseum video. I love it, and hopefully... All of you that bought it, love it too.
1: So I went on the Wrestling Figs message boards and started pulling some questions that were asked to Steve. Somebody asked, why does Mr. T have the gold boots with the attire chosen? He didn't wear them with the blue tights. So I was talking about that with you, Scott. Steve said, you'll have to ask Bill McKenna on this one. I'm sure he has his rationale. Next question. I love the San Diego Comic-Con Mr. T. I'm so sad I missed getting an order in. My question though, Can you provide any details on how the Mr. T figure came about? What can you tell us about determining the package design and attire choice? And like others have said, any chance of additional Mr. T figures in other outfits? Steve said, well we wanted to match the success of last year's San Diego Comic Con item, and after a lot of effort, the stars aligned to debut Mr. T in that slot. A look was chosen slash designed to appeal to both casual and hardcore fans as a crossover appeal is needed for these types of exclusives. Some core team members brainstormed packaging ideas and we quickly fell in love with the VHS concept paying homage to the WrestleMania 1 clamshell homage. As far as more figure slash looks, I'll say that T is available to us and stay tuned. I love it. I love it. And the more I think about a
0: Piper and T two pack, we all know that they hated each other's guts. Piper didn't want him coming in and taking his spot in the business. And he was a part-timer, blah, blah, blah. So there was legitimate heat there. And I think both guys in their boxing robes with the gloves on that has the potential to be one of the best two packs ever released. So I'm kind of rubbing my hands together in anticipation for that one, hoping that that's in the cards, but having Mr. T under the Mattel umbrella now, opens us up to Mr. T wrestling figures. And that is tremendous news. 2020 was going sideways on us and it completely corrected itself with this one.
1: The packaging may be the best packaging of all time. So we'll put it into the conversation. Yes. I want to have
0: it in hand first, but it's going to be hard to take that crown away from retro fest because it is so good. And the macho man slim Jim is definitely up there. I'm going to say right off the top, just based on what I've seen online so far, we're definitely going to put it into the top five.
1: The Macho Man was number seven.
0: Ugh. I'm going to punch you. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you start with that again? <laughs>
1: I thought we were over this.
0: Yeah, I thought we were over this. What's wrong with you?
1: That was so 2019, which was a better time.
0: Go play with your Fall Guy truck. Get out of here. <laughs> Nobody wants <knows laughs> to talk to you.
1: Scott, next question on the Figs message board came in from New Gen Andy. He said, totally appreciate that a crossover appeal is better for business, but what I think is a shame is the so bad they are good gimmicks, Virgil, Shark, Isaac Yankum, Shockmaster, etc., won't find places in mainline, so have we likely said goodbye to them or is it potentially RSC exclusive material? Appreciate you can't comment on future lines, etc, but just talking in general. Steve said, They just didn't work at all as San Diego Comic Con related exclusives, but they do work well elsewhere like a collector's edition figure or in retailer exclusive ways. No reason to stop releasing these characters.
0: All right, so we've gone historically with, like, bad gimmick characters. So I it, I would say it's safe to say that that trend is dead. And moving forward, we can expect bombshells. Like, last, not to say that the Yankum and Shockmaster figure weren't bombshells, because in yours and mine's and most listeners' minds listening to the show, I would say that that was bombshell. But you can't really compare Shockmaster and Isaac Yankum to a Slim Jim Macho Man And now a Mr. T in Coliseum clamshell packaging. It's safe to say that they're swinging for the fences now with these comic-con exclusives. And I'm loving that idea. I'm totally okay with it. As long as they hold the promise that they're not going to stop making those bad gimmick figures, that they'll find homes in future releases. I'm okay with them swinging for the fences with big name releases at comic-con. That makes it actually a little more exciting for me. Still knowing that we're going to get those bad gimmick figures later. So Lasertron, don't fret. You're still in the cards. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you brought up Lasertron. You know when we started this show tonight? <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've gone Crystar, Silverhawks, Fall Guy. <laughs> and
1: now? <laughs> Scott, so Bill McKenna put up reply to someone, and it said something about Mattel Creations. Now, what we're hoping Mattel Creations is is something similar to Hasbro Pulse. But before we go any further, Scott, can you please explain to the new people that may be listening what Hasbro Pulse is?
0: Yeah, Hasbro Pulse is essentially an online retail spot where you can purchase exclusive and or main run figures. You can pre-order them. And if there's leftovers after the pre-orders, you can purchase them right on the site. For example... They're going to have the Cobra Commander that that stupid NTWRK app completely screwed up. They're going to host a pre-sale on that figure. So the people that dealt with that debacle and didn't get one at NITWORK because they don't like vowels, <laughs> they're going to be able to rectify that so that the the really hardcore fans are able to get them. But they also had that Snake Eyes that was like a deluxe package for like 40 bucks, which the pre-order is long gone on that thing. They had that one available for pre-order on Hasbro Pulse. So it's essentially what Maddie Collector was, where as a collector, you can go to the site. They give you a date and time to get there. That's when the pre-orders go live, just like with Entertainment Earth with the Mr. T figure. You jump on, you pre-order your figure, you move on with your day. And again, that's not just for exclusives. It's also for mainline figures or main run figures, like they had the entire G.I. Joe Classified Series 1 line available for pre-order as well. So it's just a online hardcore collector friendly site that you can go to and pre-order exclusives and main run figures.
1: So we're basically thinking, cause bill didn't go into further detail, but it's almost a given that Mattel creations is similar to Hasbro pulse. Like Scott said, which is similar to Maddie collector, which in turn means after our years of bitching, <laughs> it's finally back. We did it. Scott. We did this. The Fig Life community <laughs> rallied around us. We got Maddie Collector back. We did it.
0: We're like that nagging spouse that never shuts up and the other side just gives in, is like, fine, here, take it. Are you happy now? As a matter of fact, yes, <laughs> we are happy now because we have Maddie Collector, albeit in a new form, but it's back. It's back, and we're go this opens up. A whole new field of figures that we're going to have access to. Again, I'm just spitballing and guessing here, but this is going to be when they mentioned a home for like failed gimmicks, i.e., Isaac Yankum, Shockmaster, Lasertron, Arachnoman. When they want to make those types of figures, I threw an Arachnoman just for you, Jeff, and for Breaker too. When they want to make those types <laughs> of figures, this is the site they can throw them on, right? Because who's going to buy them? The hardcore collectors that know the date, the time, what the website is and we've got our credit cards at the ready it makes sense we're going to buy those figures no questions asked tell us when tell us where we are there with our credit cards in hand ready to throw our money at you so I love it we complained long enough and look they brought it back
1: Mattel Creations will probably find more out about it at San Diego Comic Con like JT said but Scott we nagged we (laughs) nagged we nagged And guess what? We got our way. (laughs) Yeah,
0: It's almost like mom and dad with mom going, Keith, would you paint the bathroom, please? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll paint the bathroom. No problem. 12 years later, the bathroom got painted. It's not a matter of how long the complaining happened. It's the fact that it finally got there. The goal was accomplished. We've been complaining for four years. We want Maddie Collector back. Look it. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Albeit it's not called Maddie Collector, but it's still initials MC, Mattel Creations. Call it what you want. Essentially, it is back. And Jeff, I believe it was actually Jason Wolf that Bill responded to because Jason said something to the, uh, the effect of I didn't get the Mr. T and Bill responded and was like, eh, wait a second, Mattel Creations might be able to help you out with that. So for those of you that did miss out on Mr. T, be it on Entertainment Earth or Megalopolis, rest assured you will have another stab to get the Mr. T.
1: Or if you just got one, like I did, and want another for opening up, which I don't know if I can do. I don't know if I can cut that tape, but I'll try. I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a college go, you know, Scott. Okay.
0: So what if there's only because we know the Macho Man had this. What if there's only one piece of tape that you have to cut, and you can at least open, not necessarily open, open, but open up the gatefold to see Mr. T inside the clamshell inside the gatefold. Will you do that?
1: No, I just want the VHS art cover, like, up on a mantle or something like that.
0: Because you talked last week about the floating shelves that you're hanging up. Correct. You won't even open up the clamshell to see the Mr. T inside?
1: No. Sad. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) He's never even going to see sunlight. Poor Mr. T. (laughs) He's not grass. He doesn't need to grow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Funny fact, you know, we paid some scientists. (laughs) Turns out they don't need oxygen either.
1: (laughs) Uh, Fun fact, we paid those scientists and they basically ran away and said, go read a first grade science book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Plastic, in fact, does not need oxygen.
1: (laughs) Scott, Decade of Domination Series 2 is up on Walmart for pre-orders. And as I typed that up into the notes today, I went on to look. Kane is sold out which good I'm glad to see these figures are selling out I mean don't go on to eBay and start paying these asinine prices that people are already putting them up for don't do that just be patient wait till they hit the Walmart shelves don't pay the $79.99 whatever it may be but Kane was sold out and I forget the other one that was sold out but there were a few that have already sold out which I like seeing because this is incentive for retailers to put more stuff online for us to pre-order. So I love this. Keep keep doing it. Just like the Target Legend Series. That was perfect.
0: Jeff, how many times have I said on this show, and you've said on this show, collectors, put your money where your mouth is. We like to run our mouths. We're never happy. That's us. That's the collector fan base. Well, we're sometimes happy. Now, these retailers are putting the pre-orders up for lines that haven't even come out yet. We're just telling them, you put them up, we're going to buy them ahead of you putting them out on your shelves, and or on your trucks to ship them out, we're going to buy them ahead of time. We're putting our money where our mouth is. We're telling you, if you put these things up for pre-order, we're going to wipe you out. It happened with the Legends. All of those are gone now, and it's already happening with the Decade of Dominance Series 2. It happened most of the way with Series 1 as well. Keep it going. If you want the figure, jump on and pre-order it. I know a lot of people like the thrill of the hunt, but right now, if you're not going into stores... This is the perfect way to show the retailers that you're still in the game. You're still buying figures. You keep putting up these series. We're going to keep buying you out. That's great. I love to see it. It ensures that the
1: line continues. Retailers are going to see that and they're going to be like, oh, whoa, this is cool. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk and see what we can do further.
0: Yeah. It's incredible and it keeps those wrestling figures flowing. So definitely keep putting your pre-orders in.
1: Scott, moving over to Jazzware. Jeremy Padour put up a thing on Twitter And it had a 3D rendering of hands and a crotch area. The crotch area was... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) The crotch area had jeans on. So basically, this is an Orange Cassidy figure from AEW. The hands, they're working on putting the hands in the pocket. And I thought that is a huge, huge touch on jazzwares to do something like that for the Orange Cassidy figure.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. That is attention to detail. That is listening. And Jeremy even said it in his tweet. That's listening to your fan base and giving them exactly what they want. You got a dude named Pockets. Guess what? We're going to shape his hands exactly to where you can fit them in these custom-made pockets that we're going to design on the figure. That's a home run, dude. Even if you don't watch AEW, you got to respect their game for something like that because they are designing this figure to do exactly what he does when he gets into the ring. I love it. That's great attention to details. A home run for Jazzwares for sure.
1: Who calls him pockets?
0: I do. Eh, technically I got that from Jim
1: Cornette, but still, pockets. Oh, Cornette calls him pockets?
0: Cornette calls him pockets. Why? Because he puts his hands in his pockets.
1: One of the hottest sellers on Pro Wrestling Tees, I'll tell you
0: pockets yep yep i can't call him orange cassidy I, every time i see him i'm like oh there's pockets i don't even listen to jim Cornette. i've just heard other people talk about oh he calls him pockets now i do it it's a force a habit now much <laughs> like you with the book of faces
1: understandable i get it yes <laughs> scott we're gonna round out the show with the change up you ready to jump into that
0: Things hard to hit but let's try it i
1: think it's time for the change yeah, wake up, put a change up. If they sitting still, we about to shake up. on, uh, cause it's time for a change up. Yeah, I said it's time for a change up. Uh, said it's time for a change up. Scott, we are into the change up. What the change up is, is we take figures that are good, that are really good, but we want to throw something else in there with it to make it even better. So I'll go first, Scott. And... As you guys saw, I rearranged my room, so I'm surrounded by a bunch of figures. A bunch of wrestling figures. One thing I've noticed is I absolutely adore the Tolly Blanchard figure from Jack's classic. He comes with the robe, but Tolly was known for carrying the NWA tag title, which nobody's had the rights to because it's NWA, and the TV title. I wish they would have thrown in with that Tolly Blanchard a title that was similar to to the one that came with the Midnight Express 2-pack. Because the belt that came with the Midnight Express is actually shaped similar to the NWA television title. So I wish they would have thrown that in with that figure. Okay, so you went accessory on yours. I did. I did. And actually, the next one I'm going to do is accessory as well. Nice. Do you want to mention one, or do you want me to go on to my second one?
0: Yeah, I'll throw mine out there. Um, I've actually got two figures and two accessories. And they're all... LJN. Oh, they're all LJN. Yeah. So we love LJN, right? It's our favorite line of all time. It's LJN is one Hasbro is one a, we love them almost identical, but LJN that's what we grew up with. That's our jam. That's our first love. So LJN gets our vote, if anything, nostalgia. So I'm going to look at first series four LJN Hercules Hernandez. First and foremost, the figure should not have long hair. It should be short hair. Number two, no armor. If anything, because Jeff, I've often talked about how when I was a kid, I didn't like when figures had jackets or shirts painted on. Coco Beware is an example of a jacket. Nikolai Volkov is an example of a shirt. I didn't really care for that. I used Nikolai a ton because he was such a huge heel at the time. He, He was on his back. Way more than most of my figures. He took a lot of pinfalls. But I always preferred when a wrestler was in his wrestling gear because it made the match inside the ring more realistic. Hercules, I didn't use that much because A, it didn't really look like Hercules anymore. Hercules had short hair. He had long hair at 2, had short hair at 3. He wasn't wearing the armor anymore. He was wearing the chains around his neck. All of that said, about gear on a figure, I would have replaced the armor with sculpted on chains. It might not have looked great, but instead of sculpting them on, you could have also done chains around his neck like a a chain link or like they included with Junkyard Dog, a plastic chain. That would have worked as well. Either way would have been good. Definitely short hair, black trunks or blue trunks, white boots. Keep him in the same pose, or given that it's Hercules, you could have put him in the Ken Patera pose. But playability, if you cut the hair, you give him the accessory chain, you could keep him in that Hercules pose. And all of a sudden, you have a Hercules that you're playing with way more often.
1: Ooh, that's actually a good call, dude. I agree wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, because he was in Series 4 LJN. By that point, he did have the short hair. Like I said, at WrestleMania 2 against Ricky Steamboat, he had the long hair, but at three against Billy Jack Haynes, he had cut the long hair. So he did have a short hair. So that was 87. I don't know how far in advance they had Hercules sculpted, but the short hair would have made a huge difference. In addition to losing that ridiculous armor that was on him. I know it was part of his character when he had the long hair, but man, that, that really had to go. It really cut down on my playability with Hercules. And that's unfortunate because the pose was great.
1: Well, it all depends when Bill and his sculptors got, to Hercules, so when they yeah. got the test shots, you don't know when they received those shots. Um, you just don't know. But I agree with you. Uh, that's the Hercules I remember was him with the short hair, the blue trunks, him being a badass. You know, this jacked up dude. But that's what I remember. I barely remember him wearing the gold chains. So I agree with you, dude. I agree.
0: Yeah, think about how much more you would have used Hercules too in that way, as opposed to the one with the armor or whatever you want to call it, the leather straps and the long hair, didn't even really look like Hercules anymore. I didn't use them all that much. And that's unfortunate because he had a great figure pose. I would have used them way more in the method I described there. So that would be my change up for Hercules Hernandez.
1: So my second one also is an accessory piece. Like I just am looking around at this wall and I'm thinking, oh, if they would have added this accessory, this would have pushed this figure up to the moon. But this one is a Jack's Classic two-pack. And it's the Hollywood Blondes, which is a fantastic two-pack, which is an amazing two-pack. It's one of my favorite Jack's Classic two-packs. But what they could have added, and I wish they would have, I wish they would have given that marker that Flying Brian used to come out with and he would, you know, the Hollywood marker thing, you know, all right, and go, is, you know, scene. And they click the marker. Yep. I wish they would have tooled something and came up with something like that to throw in that two-pack, it would have been an amazing, amazing two-pack just if they would have added that little marker. I I know it's a little nitpick because the two-pack is amazing as it is, but there would have been something about it that just put it over the top. They come with chairs, and they came with a ladder, which I don't remember them having a ladder match. Not that I recall. I, they had a cage match against Douglas and Steamboat, but not a ladder match or anything, but... Take out the ladder, put in the marker, it would have been fantastic.
0: Yeah, sometimes you're right. It's the it's the accessory that makes all the difference. As I've mentioned with the Defining Moments Macho Man from WrestleMania three, not having the IC title kind of takes that figure down a peg and it's nothing against the figure itself. It's the lack of the proper accessory. While you're right, the Hollywood Blondes is a fantastic two-pack, one of the best that Jax did, that little accessory would have made a huge difference. Because yeah, Pillman used to have the little marker and take or take whatever. And that would have made a lot of sense to include that instead of a chair and or a ladder. So great call on that dude.
1: Thank you very much. And what's your next one?
0: My next one is going to be cowboy Bob Wharton from series four in the LJN line, his left arm. A, is it a really (laughs) weird angle? Like what is that? It's weird, right? I agree. What's going on with his left arm? Like, (laughs) It's just, I don't know. It's just off to me. So number one, adjust the left arm to be at not such a weird angle. Number two, put the cast on it. Or at least make the cast an accessory that he could take off and bash somebody in the head with and put right back on his arm. That would have been cool. And aside from that, I think that that Bob Orton figure is great. I don't necessarily dig the color scheme on it, the brown vest and the green tights. Eh, really? It's a little drab. I I don't know. They could have livened it up a little bit with black and red. Oh, that's nit- a minor nitpick. You like the 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 brown vest with the
1: green? I love the brown and green because whenever he did wrestle, he'd always wear that vest with. I I always remember green trunks.
0: Well, he had he wore a lot of different color trunks: black, blue, red, green, and he had some different colored vests as well. The brown was one, so it was accurate. I just don't know personally that I would have picked that color scheme for him, but you could leave the color scheme as is give him the cast either molded on the arm or as an accessory that you can snap on, which I think would have been a little bit cooler. Cause he can then toss it into Piper or Orndorff to bash somebody in the head with and, and cheat to win. But you've got to fix the angle of that arm. Like that would be first and foremost. If I can fix that Orton figure, which is good, but you look at that arm and you're like, man, he's like that guy. Was it scary movie? where he had, like, the weird hand or whatever. Like, that's what that figure reminded me. It's just a weird <laughs> angle. Like, I don't like it. It creeps me out. So that would be my change-up on Cowboy Bob Orton from Series 4 LJN. Do you have any more? I've actually got two more, but they are only accessories.
1: Oh, okay. You know what's funny, dude, is I'm looking at the Tolly Blanchard Jax Classic, and to my left, autographed, is the Tolly Blanchard Mattel Elite Legends. Yes, or the Matty Collector one. Dude, it's funny. He comes with the tag title, which is cool, but he doesn't come with a robe. I wish he would come with the robe. Yeah, so
0: there's another change-up right there, right? Right. You think totally, or at least like a Brain Buster's jacket. I think right, Arn like, should have come with one too, a removable one. Right, like the Jax Classic. Well, the Jax Classic weren't removable. They were uh, molded co- on, correct?
1: Yes, they were. They were.
0: Yeah, I think a removable Brain Buster's jacket would have been awesome because they did it for Heenan. On the and Fan Central figure, he's got that removable black jacket. I think it would have been awesome if they gave Tully and Arn the same jackets but said, like, brain busters or something on the back. Would have been awesome. Been fantastic. What are your other change-ups? So, two more. Just accessories. The British Bulldogs tag team set. I would have included Matilda with a leash.
1: Ugh, get out of here. <laughs> How dare you?
0: <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. Coco Beware had Frankie.
1: Yes, and that's fine.
0: Jake had the snake.
1: Yes, and that's fine.
0: When you think of 87 Bulldogs, who came to the ring with them besides Captain Lou? Matilda. Matilda made so much sense to include there were already animal accessories.
1: What's one more? Give me an Alice Cooper to get put with them.
0: That was Ozzy Osbourne, dude.
1: Oh, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Jake had Alice Cooper. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, darn it. That joke failed. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, womp, (laughs) womp. Continue. Last but certainly not least, the George the Animal Steel Series 2 LJN. I would have either included mine Mm -hmm. or, and I think Ring Skirts is going to love this, a turnbuckle accessory that has a Velcro closure that you can open up and remove the stuffing from. So it would be, unlike the WWF logo, there's a Velcro enclosure that goes across the front of it. You can tear it open and pull the stuffing out so that George can take the stuffing and put it in somebody's face. Maybe that was way too ahead of the game for 1986 or 87 when that figure came out. But I think that would have been a cool accessory. Or just mine.
1: Either one would have been great. That'd be cool for Mattel to tackle.
0: I think so, too. I really think so. They already did mine but a turnbuckle with that feature on it, I think would be great and would really tug at a lot of heartstrings of old collectors.
1: hundred percent on that one, dude. I agree. Well, good job, dude. I thought you did a fantastic job on your changeup. Thank
0: you. And same to you. And if I could make one overall change to LJN, Mm -hmm.
1: why the Brown tag belts paint them black, And why did they just go with a circular look? Why didn't they? I know it's 1985 technology, 86 technology. Maybe they didn't have the sculpts to maybe do tag belts that look similar to what we were seeing on TV, but why did they just go with a circular, almost like a boxing belt?
0: Yeah, exactly. It made no sense. But look, like you said, it was 85. At least we had belts on our figures or titles for our figures. That was cool. But the brown tag belts never made sense to me. I wish they would have just painted them black like the Hogan belt and just called it a day. Just release that belt with all the figures, just like Galoob did.
1: Now it's time to go play with Fall Guy and Silverhawk figures.
0: (laughs) Yes, don't forget Crystar. Bring them too.
1: (laughs) Scott, that rounds out the show. I want everybody to check out WrestlingToyTracker.com over there. You can see the average prices for LJNs, Defining Moments, Retros, Galoob's, Hasbro's. Just toys bendums. Go over there. It's a handy tool to have if you're looking for figures. If you're looking at prices nowadays, you can have that up in one screen. Have eBay in another and Macari in another. That's what I've been doing lately. So check out WrestlingToytracker.com or on Twitter and Instagram, toy underscore tracker. Scott egomas.
0: Yes, if you have a pop culture or WWE fan in your life and you're looking for a gift for that certain someone, look no further than Eagle Moss. You can give them a follow on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. They've got a ton of properties under their umbrella, whole bunch of different ones from DC to Battlestar Galactica to Star Trek and, of course, WWE, which Jeff and I really, really love those statues that they've put out. When you subscribe to getting those statues just sent directly to you, they will also send you the two piece ring, which you put together, creates a full ring, and you can display your wonderful statues inside. It's a full color box. The front, the statue is displayed. On the back side of it, full color magazine about that featured performer. Wonderful packaging from Eagle Moss. Great collectibles. Again, check them out on Twitter Eagle Moss on Twitter at hero collector underscore.
1: Scott, it's funny. You mentioned George the Animal Steel and I'm looking at the George the Animal Steel classic and he comes with a turnbuckle. Now it doesn't have any stuffing that falls out. Yes. But it does come with the turnbuckle. I thought that was kind of funny. See, they're on the right track there. They almost had it. (laughs) I'm going to throw it back to the podcast buddies. I'm going to throw it back to Breaker and Bane. They are talking to Aiden English right now. Nice. Nice that is huge and it's a fun interview uh breaker and aiden go back to the fcw slash start to go to nxt days and then that's when breaker was let go but it's a fun fun interview it's fun hearing breaker and english kind of go back and forth about stuff that they did at fcw so fun listen i highly recommend it go download breaker and bane's power hour also check out breakers back to the nintendo Eric and Barry Scott I can't say enough good things I mentioned him earlier Eric had a great rant about situations that are going on right now in the state of wrestling and I thought it was fantastic and I thought it was well worded I recommend everybody going over there and downloading that show and Scott today I reached out to Barry and I put my arm around him and I said Barry you're a good dude so Barry and I are bearing the hatchet.
0: wow good for you look at you being two grown men
1: Shaking yes. hands
0: and calling it good. Now you weren't patting him on the back, looking for the soft spot to stick the knife, right?
1: Not this time.
0: Okay. Good for you. Way to grow up, dude. I'm proud of you.
1: Yes. Barry and I are cool. So I want everybody to check out the wonderful Barry and also <laughs> the fantastic Eric Brown over at doing the favor. And I think Eric's just as excited as we are that baseball's back, dude. Y-
0: yes. Y- yeah. Well, basically we were told, okay, get back to work. No more negotiating. Just show up 60 games make it happen. No fans, but some baseball is better than no baseball play ball.
1: And also give us fantasy baseball.
0: And that too. Yes. I'm also looking forward to that as well.
1: Check out positively pro wrestling podcast as well, where Steve is doing content creators and behind the scenes, look of what goes into a podcast and everything that goes into people's YouTube shows. So go check those out. That's a lot of fun. And you can hear the backstory to people doing all that stuff. Him and Eric also have a WrestleMania 9 watch-along that you can go uh, listen to as well. So check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Each week, Marty and Sarah welcome in their buddies, and they go talking to them. Ryan Buds does trivia Buds daily. Lucha Figures and Facts. A lot of fun over there. We're going to be recording our next show. I can't wait for you guys to hear who we are doing so you guys need to tune in and stay tuned to that. Or you can go back to listen to our first two episodes that re released monthly. So check out Lucha Libre Figures and Facts on iTunes. And Scott, you've got Drunk Wrestling History as well.
0: Yes, and this past Friday, we dropped the WrestleMania 11 episode that I kind of alluded to last week. So definitely give that a listen. Ed, Adam, and myself talk about WrestleMania 11 and how it ranks up there with some of the worst WrestleManias in history. We're not very kind to it. So, spoiler alert. But we drink, we talk wrestling, it's a load of fun, give it a listen on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk and we've also got a shirt up over at whatamaneuver.net.
1: And also, I want you guys to check out RJ over at Ringside Rant. Fun, fun show. He just had Dr. Tom Pritchard over there. That's a huge get. And actually, I listened to that episode, Scott and Dr. Tom talked a lot And I don't know about you But when a guest talks a lot That makes our job so much easier Yes, kick your feet up <laughs> I was talking to RJ I was like, dude, I just kicked my feet up That's awesome Just listen to the stories that he has to tell
0: Yeah, what can you add? That guy has so many years in the business If he wants to riff on some stories phew, Go right ahead, sir
1: You have an open mic So go check yes. out Ringside Rant. Over there, and also check out Rucker over at Boots to the Faces. Scott, roll call.
0: Yes, as always, first and foremost, like we do every week, the great Jason Wolf on Twitter. Give him a follow at Jason WLF if you need artwork. Jason is your guy. Jason does the art- artwork for our t shirts. If you need artwork, he can do yours as well. Again, on Twitter, Jason Wolf. Give him a follow at Jason WLF. Jeff, I'm broken hearted. Pollyanna DIY has closed his doors a longtime friend of the show. He did a lot for you and I I'll always appreciate him. I know you will as well to all the listeners that supported him over the years. Thank you. It means a lot to us that you did that. It means a lot to him that you did that. I wish him all the best. Jake's a hell of a dude and whatever his next step is, we are going to support him. We're going to spread the news and we hope that you do as well. Crushed to hear about it. I understand his reasoning. You can go check that out. But all the best to Jake. And I can't say enough good things about him. Whatever he does next, he's gonna be successful. Jeff, I want to throw it out to figure photographers this week. Let's go armbar figures. Give him a follow on Twitter at armbar figs. The Nerdy Collector. Give him a follow on Twitter at Nerdy Collector. And instead of C's, insert K's. So nerdy K-O-L-L-E-K. T O R and last, certainly not least figure kingdom on Twitter. Give them a follow at kingdom figure and Jeff that rounds out. Roll call
1: figure kingdom does some excellent, excellent work over there. So check them out. Scott, that rounds out episode 232. Anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy,
0: fig license, 2016 and happy toy hunting.
1: I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 232. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs, of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the kings.